What's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Let Me Finish. This is your boy, Dom. This is your boy, Antonio. And this week, we're currently missing Greg. He is out of town right now. So he will join us next week when we record. But we do have a special guest with us this week. Our friend Donovan is in town. Donovan, yeah. what's going on? Hello, what's going on, guys? Um, it's good to see you guys. And um, I'm Donovan, originally from Dallas, currently in Seattle. And um, I'm actually excited to be back in town. Well, we're excited to have you here. Uh, Donovan used to be a resident of Dallas, and he recently moved to a new city, uh, a new area. Um, you know, life in out there in Seattle. And he was really jealous when he found out we had a podcast and we didn't tell him about it. And then he <laughs> felt some type of way because he thought that we all planned this whole situation because he moved, um, which wasn't the case. But I told him as soon as he comes back in town, then we would love to have him on an episode. Um, so by here he way, is. By the way, there's like a lot of mad people about our podcast because apparently everybody wants to do a podcast, but nobody wants to do a podcast. So right. there's a lot of everybody wants to do one, but nobody wants to be consistent enough to do one. <laughs> it's, like when people say, to... it's like when people say people want to be black, but they don't want to be black. It's kind of like right. that. <laughs> the idea sounds nice until you actually have to have to do it. <laughs> the issues of being black. Right. So what's been going on this week, guys? Uh, um, my week's been good. Works work is good. I uh, got some unfortunate iffy family news earlier today that kind of threw me off a little bit. But other than oh, that, I'm it's sorry. Like, no, it's okay. It's just life happens. Life be life, and so you got to just you know deal with things one by one. But outside of that, everything else has been great. Work. Um, still trying to get that whole like work life balance, but I've been chilling. Good. good. Oh, oh, oh! One quick thing. So. Remember, um, I'm moving, even though I just moved like four months. (laughs) Okay, so here's my week. Um, I'm moving in literally a month. And if anybody recalls, I moved like three months ago. Yeah. The reason I'm moving because I got a better job right after I moved when I'm making a lot more money. And I hate my apartment. Uh, So... (laughs) So I talked to my leasing manager and I said, hey, what can we do about this? So I'm getting going to a better property in about a month, which I've only been in my place for three months. So that's kind of what's, what's new and happening. All of this happened this week? Yeah, literally. Oh, geez. Well, how far is the other property from where you are now? It's in the same area. It's actually the original property I was going to move to, but I think I applied too late and someone took the unit. But it works out better because this is a better unit. I have no... I don't share any walls with any neighbors, so I I, I can be as loud as I want. So it's okay. the same. So well, good. It was the neighbors, the neighbors that be hanging out, hitting on you all, all the time and stuff. They're they're outside right now. They're all playing. <laughs> they're playing dominoes. They drinking. Somebody's arguing. So wait, what? What? Where do you live? <laughs> so I live in like the. It's not far from Deep Ellum, but it's not Deep Ellum. Obviously, it's like uh, you know, like Oldies Dallas. Oh, I do. That sounds like a good. That sounds like a good time. It's okay. Not every part of this area is bad, but there's just parts of this area that are just like a little eh, sketchy. And the people aren't bad here. They're just, they just, all they do is play domino space. They drink every night. Somebody's, somebody was crying, singing last night on the second floor. Um, 
I was home early the other day. Somebody was outside yelling at their grandmother. I'm like, there's too much oh happening. My goodness. Yeah. So I need some peace and quiet. So I found a better place. I'm gonna get some quiet and yeah. Well, Donovan's pretty social, so I think he would he would flourish there. Oh yeah, I love, I would love something like that. I don't like people. I just want to be. I want quiet. Antonio does not want a sense of community. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> you have to have someone to watch your place when you're away. Uh, no, nah, I, I don't got, trust. Nah. I got friends. Right. <laughs> I got a gate, a security code, and friends. That's all. Yes. So me, I mean, I've had a pretty decent week. Uh, work has been pretty cool. Um, I think I'm just excited that we have a three-day weekend coming up, so Same. I can't wait to be off on Monday and just to relax and to chill out for a minute. Um, I had a lot of meetings this week. I really just hate meetings. I'm just not a meeting person. I'll be ready to go. Let me Leave me alone so I can do my job. Um, but I'm, I've been taking on a lot of extra tasks for my job. Like I have to put on a presentation next week, and I have to go to one of the offices the week after that um just to put on some type of event my organization is putting on so i've been really busy just putting all of this stuff together for work um so my work-life balance this week has been better but i know in the upcoming couple of weeks i'm going to be really busy and i got a lot of stuff i need to do but overall i've had a great week i've had no complaints this week haven't been stressed out you know just just kind of been chilling excited for the three-day weekend donovan what have you been doing you're back in town and, um, after moving to <laughs> seattle what has been, what, <laughs> tell us about that actually have been pretty low-key i um flew in from Seattle to Houston for my niece's graduation. And um, she graduated from high school. And um, I actually raised her from the time she was five until she was 13. And so it's kind of like, I guess a proud papa moment. Like I saw my yeah. child graduate from high school or whatnot. So yeah. it felt amazing. And I uh, stayed in Houston for a week. I spent time with the family and then I spent time with my best friend and just I know just soaking in that Houston atmosphere or the Houston vibe or whatnot. And um, then I got to Dallas yesterday, as a matter of fact. So I'll be here for a week and flying out on Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So I'm just excited for a long weekend here in Dallas. Yes. And then be able to experience like a Sunday fun day in Dallas because I no shade to Seattle, but I haven't experienced like a, a good Sunday fun day there yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> do they I'm have just, one there? Huh? Do they have one there, like a proper Sunday fun day there? Well, I guess no. it depends on who you know and like the bars you go to or whatnot. So I guess I haven't met the right people or gone to the right bars. But I guess here in Dallas, I know exactly where to go, yeah. where to have brunch, who to hang yep. out with. And so I guess I'm used to, I, I'm excited for comfort or excited for uh, some, type, some type of familiarity absolutely absolutely yeah but it yeah. takes time to really get there because how long have you been in seattle now well i um relocated back in february so it's been what february march april may so about four months okay but at the same time like i've met some pretty awesome people yeah yeah so it's just i don't know it's just a matter of finding like my niche my my home your team or whatnot. Yeah, my people. All right. My question is, um, how much PTO do you have? Because you've been going, you, you've been going all last week and this week. So how much PTO do you got? Because 
So I'm okay. currently not working, but oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm it's sorry. Fine. Life okay. happens. Um, currently not working, but I am looking for a job. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. Hopefully, okay. something will come about soon. Yes. You know, I know the perfect way you can meet a bunch of people in Seattle. Don't say Uber. I'm afraid to ask. Kickball. Don't say Uber. Oh, actually, sign up for softball. See, there you go. Yeah, we we just yeah. had this conversation a few episodes ago, talking about that's the best way to really like get out there and meet people. Mm-hmm. You know, bunch of middle aged gay men out there playing sports. <laughs> actually, my softball team is—they're all young. I oh. think I may be one of the oldest oldest people on there. That's gross. So I'm <laughs> no, it's just the fact that it's a team full of, of younger guys, like. Knowing that I'm, like, I only go towards older men, like but just being surrounded by a bunch of younger guys, like younger than me, doesn't sound like fun. He can be the team daddy. Everyone's pretty cool. Do you want that title? Do you want to be the team daddy? It could be fun. I don't know. We, eventually, we have to be a daddy, so you have to start preparing for it. We're done. We're, we're, we're getting there. I mean, yeah. some of us are further along than you, but we're, we're, yeah. we're getting there. Yeah, say that again. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't throw it out there like Wait, that. Wait, Antonio, how old are you? 35. Oh. I'll be 36 in three months, four I'm months, whatever. 44. So. Oh. <laughs> you carry 44 very well, by the way. Yes, you do. Uh, we'll jump into our topic this week. So everyone, uh, this topic is very near and dear to, to all of us because all of all three of us have experienced this and I don't believe Greg has, which is fitting for him not to be here this episode, but we're going to be talking about moving for a relationship and we're not just talking moving down the street, moving to another city. We're talking about moving to a whole another state to be with uh, what you thought was probably going to be the love of your life and that didn't turn out to be the situation so let's jump into it guys what is your overall opinion on moving for a relationship overall all right let me first say this um i don't know the full detail of donovan's situation i know he moved for a person so i don't i don't know the details so i'm actually curious to hear about it um i'll start with that but what's the question again what, what, what what's are, your overall opinion about moving for a relationship? All right. So this is just me in particular because of my experience. So my experience happened in 2012. And since life has changed a lot in what 11 years, I'm against it for the most part, unless, I don't know, I think I'm against it. I think the more I think about it is it's really hard to get to know a person if you're not living together if you don't if you don't get to spend that time together trials and tribulations um i mean time is really the biggest testament for a relationship you know it I, I think it's really easy to get to know someone when they're at a distance and you get to see them on a limited basis and you're talking on phone calls and you know facetime it or whatever but it's it's just hard that you go from that to like okay i'm here full time every day this is what it is so i am as someone who's done it in the past, again, this is just based off my experience. I am, I probably couldn't do it again in my life right now. Okay, I feel you. Um, I'm probably the same right now. I think I'm I'm happy where I am, and I'm in a relationship, so I don't necessarily see myself moving for another relationship again like that. But, um, 
my my experience doing it while I enjoyed and I, I don't have any regrets about doing it. I think if you're going to do it and you're going to move for a relationship, take your time. Don't let it be something you just rush into because I feel like that's what I did um, whenever I decided to move for my relationship at that time. And obviously it didn't work out. Um, I, I can't say I'm opposed to it, to ever doing it again. I just, I just would just recommend people take their time. Okay. <laughs> so I um again like I said I'm 44 so I actually just did this shit in my 40s <laughs> instead of my 20s or 30s or even like 19, 20 whatnot. But um honestly I I would like to start out by saying that I originally decided to move to Seattle. Um, prior to meeting this guy, but after meeting him and going back to visit for about a month and a half, well, a month. And I decided, well, in losing my job during that process as well, I decided to go ahead and just move my move date up because I was either looking for a job while I was in Seattle or while I was in Dallas. And so, um, yeah, I decided to move and he was a, a big conduit or a big reason why I decided to move my mood data. And um, I guess my my only regret would be that we didn't get to know each other prior to the move. We didn't get to really date because honestly, I packed up my car one day. Well, he flew to Dallas. I packed up my car. We drove back to Seattle and we were an instant couple instead of dating. So we didn't go through the whole dating process, the honeymoon phase or whatnot. We were an automatic couple living together, getting angry with each other or whatnot. Yeah. But it was just, um, my only regret would be just not the dating aspect of it. So, All right. so can I ask real quick, are you guys still together right now? No, we're currently separ separated. <laughs> we're no longer okay. together, but we still um, communicate or we still uh, we, st still we still talk to each other, whatnot. We're cordial, although it's there are ups and downs because we're still we're trying to figure this area out, this gray area between yeah. the two of us. So yeah, we're still cordial. Okay, and you don't live together. Do you live together or no? We no we no longer live together. Okay. Well. I guess, uh, I don't know. Who knows what the future holds in any situation like that? Because, uh, Antonio, where did you move from? And where did you, like, where did you move from to? Oh, yeah. We should have probably, like, started with that. Um, on my end, I moved. So I'm born and raised in Atlanta, Georgia, even though I'm wearing a Miami Heat jersey right now. Um, born and raised in Atlanta. I'm a Grady baby for people from Atlanta who know, who know what that is. Um <laughs> Um, so I met a guy who I'm still friends with till to till this day, but I met a guy, um, God, it was probably around Christmas 2011, actually. And the story about it is that when I met him, he told me from day one, Hey, this is fun. I'm going to be moving in a couple months. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'm 23. This is just fun, whatever. And it was a situation where we just really got I hate the term hot and heavy, but we got hot and heavy really fast. We just started hanging out a lot, 
a lot of sex, like constant hanging out. And um, I think he moved maybe three months later. And again, I'm 23 at the time, so I don't own anything. I don't, you know, I'm working a bullshit job at the time in Atlanta. And he kind of jokes around and says, hey, you should move here. And I'm like, eh, whatever. I never thought about moving in my life. Never, never thought about Texas of all places. I mean, honestly, one thing I'll say about Dallas real quick, a segue, is that um, moving to Dallas, for anybody that's from Dallas, Fort Worth is what I thought Dallas was. I thought it was just like cowboy ass, <laughs> bell boots, <laughs> denim jeans, which is what you see in Fort Worth. So I'm like, eh, he mentioned it once. I'm like, eh, whatever. And he kept mentioning it. And eventually he moved. And we kept talking and hanging out. And then uh, I think I flew out to Dallas once or twice. Um, at the time, he stayed in Forney, which Forney is Forney is much better than what it used to be. But Forney still be out. Is that still technically Dallas? <laughs> no, it's not. Actually, back in 2012, my cell phone didn't work out there. That's how bad Forney was back then. So, cool. so anyway... I think I came out to Dallas twice just to visit and see him. And we're still like, this is a thing. And I'm like, well, maybe I should do it. So and it took me about six months. But from the time I met him to moving, it was about six months in. And I made that leap to big Dallas, Texas. And there's a whole backstory with family behind that. But that's like a brief summary of my how I made it to Dallas. Well, good. I'm, I'm interested. I don't. I knew that your story was that you moved, you know, for a guy, whatever, and while you were talking to somebody. But I, I don't think I knew all of that. Yeah, I don't think I've ever told you guys the detail of it. You know, we've been friends. We I've never talked about the story, but yeah, it was just two people hanging out. We knew what it was. We fell for each other, hot and heavy. Everything was perfect. Oh no, my bad. There were red flags, but I was 23. I I couldn't spot a red flag to save my life. <laughs> yeah, back then. Now I'm like. Red sensitive, so. <laughs> For me, my my story is that I was in college in Memphis, Tennessee. I was in my senior year of college, and I met a guy. I will call him at Texar. I'll call him Paris, Texas. He'll be. We'll hey. call him Paris. Um, I met him while I was in my senior year, and so we started dating and going on dates and getting to know each other in memphis and everything was going really well and then and this was back in 2016 and then i graduated from college we lived together in memphis uh we had a house there in memphis together and it's so it's so crazy because i wasn't really out like that at all so my frat brothers or my family or some friends would ask me like who's your roommate who are you and i would tell them they were like well, do we know him like did you did he go to memphis like how'd you meet him um so that was always like interesting to have to like tell them or explain to them like who this random white man is that i'm living with um but yeah things were going well and he didn't really seem that happy here well, there in, in Memphis anymore. And he always had to travel back and forth to help his mom who was disabled. Um, he always had to travel to Texas uh, to help her out with stuff. And he came to me after a year of us already being together. He was like, hey, like I'm really thinking about moving back to Texas to be closer to my mom and help her out with anything that she needs. Where do we go from here? Like, would you be interested in moving to Texas with me? Or do we want to try to do a long distance situation? 
And you know me, wide-eyed, fresh out of college, I was like, you know what? I've always been in Tennessee my entire life. I don't have anything holding me here in Memphis. So I was just kind of like, yeah, I'll move with you. So I quit my job, which was a really good job at the time, being fresh out of college in my what I had my degree in. I was working in IT. So I quit my job and we looked for a house to rent here. Um, and I made the leap and moved to, to Dallas. And that was 2017 when I moved here. And I have never been back home since. I've always been here uh, in Dallas. And I'm happy to be here. Um, that relationship ultimately only lasted another year before we ended ended things and moved apart from each other. But I didn't come back home. I stayed in Dallas because I enjoyed it so much. So while the, the fact that I moved for a relationship necessarily wasn't a success, but I love being here so far. So I don't have any regrets about doing it for sure. That's awesome. See, mine is, it's, it, it's, it's a little similar. Um, Actually, I didn't like Dallas the first few years I lived here. I couldn't figure out what it is. I just couldn't figure out Dallas. Like, what was Dallas's, like, identity? So I moved here, and I think my relationship ended maybe maybe five, six months after I got here. Honestly, it was, like, terrible from day one, to be honest. Like, <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, no, it was bad. Like, you know what it is? Like, because we were apart for a couple months, like, I mentioned those red flags I ignored. I thought, okay, once I move there, it'll be fine. They got worse, actually. So all the bad things that happened while we were apart got way worse when we were together. Yeah. And, you know, relationships are complicated. People have baggage. We all have some baggage. But he had a lot of baggage. I had baggage. But so, yeah. Anyway, five months later, we break up. I We both leased on an apartment. I ended up having to pay that money years later. Uh, we were living in Uptown, and I had, like, no money. So I just left the apartment, <laughs> literally. I took my furniture and whatever I had and just left. And I said, have at it. Um, but, um, I hated Dallas for the first few years. And you know what it was is I couldn't figure out what it was. Cause being from Atlanta, Atlanta has such culture, you know, it's like a lot of black people there. Yeah. There's just so much. Right. And in Dallas just felt like the city was like, whatever. And I finally figured it out. I went to new Orleans, um, two years later, I forgot. I was there just to see a friend and New Orleans has so much like character to it. It has so, so much soul to it. I'm like, that's what Dallas doesn't have. And once I figured it out, granted, I still didn't love Dallas, but once I figured out what, what Dallas is missing, I was like, okay, Dallas, this is what it is. It doesn't have that. It's not going to have it. Just make the best of it. And I won't say I love Dallas, but Dallas is, is home. It's given me a lot of opportunity, so I can't really be mad at it. But uh, I still don't love Dallas. But once I figured that out, Dallas became it was cool. So, so you're still not happy with being here. You're just making the best of it. Is that is that what I'm taking from this whole situation? Yeah. And uh, Donovan may not know is probably in one of our early episodes. We talked about uh, it may be like episode one or two, but we talked about um, like I'm not planning on leaving Dallas, but if an opportunity came for the right location, yeah. I wouldn't mind leaving Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. I. I I'm not like looking to leave, but if something were to pop up, you know what I mean? Well, let me ask this question. Would you ever do it again for a relationship? <laughs> Either one of y'all, would you ever do it again for love? Let me not say no, but I think as I've gotten older, it's probably a little more difficult because once you kind of get a good job, you get things a little settled. 
once you get that foundation put in, because me at 23 and me at 35 is different. Yeah. And I feel like my life has a little more foundation and structure to it. It's I think it'd be harder for me to do it. I wouldn't even say because of a guy, I wouldn't do it. I think if I did find the right guy that I spent a lot of time with, I knew and it took some time to get to know each other, I would be opposed to it, but it'd be it'd just be so much harder now. Okay. Because 35. Being 44. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Honestly, I would definitely do it again, whether for a guy or for love. And the reason why is because I've had a great experience in Seattle. I have no regrets. I've met some awesome people. And also, I, I just like the adventure of leaving comfort and exploring new opportunities. So, um, and that's, it has nothing to do with a guy or I love someone. If I'm single and I decide that I want to move somewhere else, I would definitely do it. As long as I have the means of maintaining my lifestyle, of course, absolutely. I, I, I don't know. I'm really indifferent about it. It really just depends on where that guy lives. I guess, honestly speaking, (laughs) um, I'm a, I guess I should, I'll put this out there. Like. I, I could have had an opportunity to to move from Dallas or I guess date someone who didn't necessarily live here in the city. And <clears throat> I don't think that that's something that I was ready for. Like, it was just a lot. Like, long distance relationships are already rough. And um, moving on top of that when you guys don't have a chance to see each other it's just not something that um i gravitate towards anymore i like i don't know i feel better if the person lives here and we move together like maybe i'll move with my partner somewhere i could see that but i don't think i would necessarily um I don't think I would move for for them again. Yeah, you're not going to pack up everything and hop across the country. Yeah, I'm not going to pack up everything and and move across the country. I'm not I'm not doing that again, for sure. Yeah, I think that's a good comment. Like I said, I'd be more prone to it if I was here locally with the guy that I was with and I liked a lot and maybe his job moves him. Mm -hmm. I'd be more prone to that if I felt confident about it. But if I was like in a relationship where I'm like, mm, I'm not even sure about you, then we're just going to break it off and you can go. Okay, so what was the the positive that you had? Probably the, I guess the one good thing that came out of you moving for your relationship, if you had to pick one good thing. I can start. Um, I think for me, it was just getting myself out of Georgia which, um, you know, I didn't have a lot going on in my life at the time. So I feel like making that leap of faith, I guess, as I call it, it um, it's kind of something that I always go back to as far as you did that. You changed your entire life by, yeah, it was a mistake. It didn't work out. But look at the people you've met. Look at the career jobs you've had. Look at the experiences you've had. So I feel like the positive is just taking a leap of faith and it working out because I feel like that gave me so much confident confidence in other areas to do other things. So that's kind of my biggest take from it because who knows where life would have been if I stayed there. Yeah. I feel that. One positive for me is that 
my breakup actually i think my breakup was probably the best part that came out of me moving here for a relationship when i first moved here in my relationship i wasn't allowed to really I, well, I'll say I use that. I'll use that word, but the person that I was with didn't necessarily like for us to like go out and be social as much. Like I wasn't. We didn't have any gay friends. We always hung around his friends and who were straight. They were always straight couples or straight people. We always went to straight bars. If we did go to a bar, hmm. we went to a lot of Mavericks games, a lot of like sporting events and stuff like that. Hmm in like restaurants and stuff i didn't get to go to the strip until we broke up that was my first time actually going and experience going to like the gay bars here in dallas because i wanted to be respectful to my relationship and he wasn't going either so it was just kind of like we were settling down is what it felt like in a sense but me like i'm like 27 like i was like i kind of want to experience what it's like to be around gay people here. Like while I don't know anybody here, I don't have to worry about anybody like pointing me out and like calling me out or anything or outing me, so to say, yeah. since I'm in a new city and I don't know anybody. So I didn't really get to experience that until after my breakup. And I think that's really when I became into my own, really, I feel like as a, as a man and as an adult and me becoming more accepting of myself and my sexuality, I think it's something that you have to really experience. And I, I'm really thankful that I was able to do that here in Dallas, but that didn't take place until after my breakup, for sure. So really that breakup was liberating, but um, yes. the question I was gonna ask you is because if his age, like how much, what was his age difference? Was he a little older, kind of older? He was not that much older than me. I think Paris was maybe four or five years older than I was. Okay, he, but I guess it just sounds like he was kind of just set in his ways about how his life was, and you kind of acclimated to the way he lived. But you being 27, you coming from the small town you came from, you really had experience. Fear. It was like, man, if we go out to the gay places, he's going to see all these other guys, and maybe it just was a fear there. So <laughs> Playing devil's advocate, I kind of felt like he was... He was hiding. Well, I don't know what what the situation was when you guys dated, or when he moved here prior to you getting here, or whatnot, or you guys came together. Yeah, we just. My whole thing with that is, I feel like he was either um, hiding something from you. Right. He didn't want to go out to that area because maybe he knew a certain number of people or whatnot that he didn't want you to know, or vice. Well, I don't know, but it just the whole thing just seems weird to me to not go out to the whole gay area and not be around people that identify with you. Mm -hmm. Because at the same time, like straight people or breeders or whatnot, (laughs) they um, like I've had a number of straight friends, and I know this is deviating from the topic or whatnot, but I've had a number of straight friends that. I've grown apart from but we just grew apart because life just went different for us because of our lifestyle. Like yeah. they started having kids or whatnot. But at the same time, it's good to be around people that I identify with. So yeah. I just I don't know, I just feel like he was just hiding something. That's just the cynic in me. Yeah. If I can say that. And I would agree. I feel like I don't know, I don't know what it was. But I remember specifically, because we used to play kickball, right? I used to play kickball heavily when I first moved here. But we played in a straight league, and we didn't really tell people that we were a couple. They just thought we were roommates. 
and I think for him, he was more comfortable around being around, you know, straight people because most of his friends were straight or whatever, because he wasn't out either. So it was kind of like, because Memphis didn't have much of a scene, it's not like I knew that I was missing anything. But this should have been like a liberating time for both of you. I, yeah, I mean, I agree. Going back, I guess that there are things that I probably we probably should have did differently in order to expose ourselves more to that stuff. But he was from here, so he definitely knew about the the scene and everything. I wasn't from here, and I had no I had no idea about you know the scene here and everything. So that's when I remember when we broke up. I was like, I'm going to join a gay kickball league because I need to make friends, and I, kickball is one thing I enjoy playing, and that's a way for me to. Make meet people and then he was wasn't really a fan of that but granted we weren't together anymore and then he ended up joining too so then so, yeah i don't know so yeah that was a key point you mentioned you mentioned that uh he was from here and i didn't realize that right yeah so he's a little bit older only four years but he's from here he knows that there's a scene in dallas you're new here you're from can we mention the name of your town here i don't know if we can mention it yeah, I'm from, I'm, I'm, I'm from, from Tennessee. Yeah. But you're from Clarksville, I'm small from Clarksville. town. Yeah. So you come back to big, big Dallas, Texas, big D, uh, as people call it. Um, you come back here. He's bringing you. You're just you're just like innocent, sweet country boy. Hadn't been anywhere. And what happens is sometimes when guys who are from small towns come to big, uh, big gay markets, they get turned out. I think he was we afraid influenced. of influenced. Oh yeah. Influ- yeah. I think he was afraid of you having too much fun in Dallas and seeing, oh shit, there's like guys everywhere. There's just sex and drugs and whatever partying everywhere. It felt like maybe yeah. Cause I cause I've I've seen that happen. Some guys come here and they just lose their fucking shit because they're from Mi- Mississippi or whatever small town. So maybe that was it. He just he wasn't he didn't know how to handle you and not knowing if you would succumb to it or just be cool. Yeah. So now let me tell you when when we broke up and I did get get a chance to go out and I was like I was like whoa I was like what's going on? You lost your gay life. <laughs> that's when I um that's that's what's the beginning of my multi dating phase. Multi dating phase. That, that's it. a topic for another day, but yeah, that's when Dom Dom was multi multi dating out there for sure. I've heard a little bit about that from from our other friend San yeah. Antonio. Yeah, <laughs> Donner, what's a positive? Is your positive just loving being in Seattle? No, my positive is I. Um, I mean, all bullshit aside, I met a great guy. I met a great guy. Um, and honestly, I'm not sure if we're done with each other, but I met a great guy, and through him, I've met awesome people. Yeah, I um, I feel like I'm starting to build my network there, or Good. my group of my family, because you know you choose your own family, whatnot. But I'm mean, yes. I feel like I'm being able to actually start building a family there, and it feels awesome. That's really good. Nice. Yeah, my negative would be um, honestly, I. What what I try not to do is compare Dallas and Seattle because both have their own um, winning attributes attributes or whatnot. But I just want to be able to experience it from a base level and then just grow from there. Like I did from Dallas, like being in Dallas as a kid, growing up to an adult or whatnot. Yeah. So I feel like in Seattle, I'm doing the exact same thing. Um, But I don't know. I feel like if I can bring my friends from Dallas to Seattle, that would be awesome. But... (laughs) (laughs) 
So yeah, if I'm I can get as many people to visit as possible, that would be great. Yeah. But other than that, I um I don't know. I just want everyone to experience Seattle like I do. It's just my eyes are wide open. So I don't have any negative connotations against Seattle or whatnot, or even against meeting the guy I've met and relocating there. It's um I think it's my biggest struggle would be just the up and downs in a relationship, and that's it. And that happens in any relationship. Yeah. So that would happen here in Dallas, in Seattle, in Phoenix, New York, wherever. Do you guys miss home? (laughs) I'll start. (laughs) (laughs) So I find myself, like I said, I flew into Houston um, last week. I think I said that earlier, but yeah. I flew into Houston last week and I spent a week in Houston and I found myself yearning to be back in Seattle. Wow. Okay. And it's really? weird because I haven't been there long. I've only been there since February. And so here in Dallas, I, although I've kind of like touched bases with my friends here, family, whatnot, I think I'm ready to get back to Seattle because I'm ready to start exploring more. And so it's also starting to feel like home. Yeah. So, yeah. I, Dallas has been great so far, but I think I'm ready to get back to Seattle. Well, good. I'm glad to hear but you that. Know what I think it's the weather, too. Like, it's now becoming summer. And I'm sure, like, the summers in Seattle aren't, like, Texas brutal. So, like, the weather's nice. You're probably getting out more. Oh, absolutely. I think today's probably is, like, 72 or 70. What is it? Oh, it's 75. That sounds amazing. Sounds and the low is 51. Yeah. Doesn't it rain oh, a lot, though, in Seattle? Well, and nice. when you think of rain, it's not what you think of. It's kind of like a light drizzle. You can wear a hat and, like, a jacket or something like that and be yeah. fine. But when um, when it's cloudy, it's cloudy. But when the, sun's out, when the sun is out, it's so beautiful. It's okay. amazing. And you can stand and see mountains in all directions or whatnot. That's really cool. Yeah. Oh, Dom, you've not been to Seattle, have you? No, I've never been to Seattle. Ooh, I think you guys should come. I would love to we come. Should come. Yeah, I've been once a couple of years ago, but I would do it again, you know, like just hang out with Donovan and just see some stuff he's seen. But I like Seattle. Seattle's fun. Yeah. And you can buy edibles, by the way. So sorry. You can, buy you can smoke weed down the street. Oh, it's People so fucking do crack at the bus stops. So. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see that, but. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I would love to come to Seattle. It sounds like a really nice place. Um, I don't know. I think the older I get, the more I miss home. That's because I have been away from home ever since I left for college. I have never moved or lived back at home in my city. So I've never really been near my family like I used to be um, before I went to college. And I have a really close family. Like we're really close to each other. And being that I don't really travel as much is I usually try to go home at least once a year. But I just I have noticed like I don't know, like the older I'm getting, the more that I kind of want to be around my parents. And I have a niece now and I would love to be there to help, you know. I don't think they want me to move back just because I've been so successful being away from home. And I like being able to to be myself. I'm not saying that I can't be myself there, but I feel like I would have a lot more responsibility if I was to move back home. Um, But I think at some point, in my life, I would move back home, be closer to my parents and help out with my niece and my sister and my family. And um, I think I would really enjoy that. Uh, I don't think it'll be, it'll last very long. I'm pretty sure I would move, <laughs> I'll probably go home, spend a year there or so, and then move, you know, somewhere else. Um, but I am yearning to, to 
you know, be closer to my family in a sense. Can I chime in for a second? Sure. So what I find is that a lot of people that leave home at an early age always come back. Yeah. They always come back either when they're like in their late thirties, early forties, mid forties, whatnot. They always come back home because of the responsibility of having to be back home. Yeah. Having to go back and take care of family or whatnot. But those that leave when they're 44, <laughs> we stay gone. <laughs> so basically, you're not coming back to Dallas at all? No, I don't see myself coming back at all. I think if I if I was to leave Seattle, it would probably be somewhere overseas. Okay. I see that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Really cool. You know, um, you made a good point, Dom, about family because um, – I talked to the guys earlier and uh, I had some unfortunate family news come about. Mm-hmm. And I think I've been asked before, would I ever move back to Atlanta? And the only reason I would ever move back, not that I hate Atlanta, it's a great city. I love it. It's just, I've been there, done that. Um, yeah. I'm all about new adventures, new opportunity, but I would only ever move back in the event that something was to happen to like a parent. Mm-hmm. And there's one parent, that'd be the only reason. Not because, again, I actually like Atlanta. I think Atlanta is a great place to live at. Um, there's a lot of opportunity there, a lot to offer. Traveling is easy because the airport's huge. Everybody hates it. But that'd be the only reason i go back to Atlanta. Just honestly, just family, if, if something were to happen. But other than that, because my mom has asked me, you ever going to come back? And she finally stopped asking me a couple of years ago. But I'm like, I'm just, I'm not coming back. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel you. All right. Well, this was an amazing topic. Thank you so much, guys, for um, wanting to talk about this. It's something I've been wanting to talk about for a while. So I'm glad glad we had the chance to do that. Before we end things, I do have a random question for one of our listeners. Um, This is from my sister. Shout out to my sister, Ashley, out there. She mentioned this question that she wanted us to answer. Oh, Donovan, just to give you a little backstory on that. So we asked our listeners to send us a random question that has nothing to do with the topic for that week. And we just answer it on the podcast and give give them a shout out. So this question is, what is your biggest deal breaker in a relationship or to get in a relationship? What is something that will not, you wouldn't do it? What's your biggest deal breaker? Biggest deal breaker. All right. I'm going to say the first thing that comes to mind because it's been a thing that when someone shows me this, it's an automatic turn off. But um, it's, it's, uh, I learned it from my last job, but it's your emotional intelligence. And the reason I say that is because when I deem that someone has low emotional intelligence, meaning that they lead by pure emotion they get they don't look at anything logical to me that's a red flag that because i've been like an awful boyfriend to a lot of people in my past like a fucking trash boyfriend and i feel like a lot of times it's very much present that i'm being an awful person but people can't see it because they're just enamored with whatever but when i deem someone has low emotional eq or iq whatever it is that's a big turnoff when you're just too emotional I'm kind of confused. Emotional right. intelligence, like they don't, they can't gauge your emotions, and that turns you off. Or they're too. You said they were too emotional, so people that are too emotional turn you is not. It turns. You let off me give or, an, Let me give an example. It's it's. I've dealt with this on a lot of occasions where 
let's say someone likes you and they're upfront about it. And in return, you're upfront to say, hey, you know what? I appreciate that. But like, I just don't feel that way about you. I don't have that energy. I don't have that in me. But they still like you. And it's been years and they still like you. And they're still hoping that one day you're just going to break them down. To me, that is a that is a definition of low emotional IQ because I've not changed who I am in years. I've been on the same path and someone still thinks that they have a chance to date or convince you to cuddle and come over and whatnot. So, yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I didn't cut you off. No, I mean, that was basically, it's just, it's just, okay, sorry. The bigger picture of this is that I just see a lot of people, I just notice a lot of people lead with so much emotion instead of being logical. And to me, there's a balance of emotion and logic. And I feel like a lot of people I've met in life lead with so much more emotion that they go through so much because they're not being logical about their actions. So that's a turnoff for me in particular, just being too emotional, basically. Hmm. So, so to where you, you ignore logic, basically. What I was going to say was that I, um, <clears throat> I think it was this week or last week, I just read an article about the difference between a narcissist and a person who is, uh, what's the word you say? Emotional what? Intelligence. Uh, intelligence, yeah. Who lacks emotional intelligence. There's a difference between that because everyone thinks like a narcissist is just all about them and whatnot. Yes, Whereas yes. I think an emotional, a person that lacks emotional intelligence is unable to convey to you how they feel or unable um, to convey to you that I, um, who can't express themselves emotionally. So they, okay. they, I think they lash out and just do random ass shit or whatnot. And, mm -hmm. um, or just, I'm sorry, random things. <laughs> but it's, um, emotional intelligence can go across so many um, spectrums or whatnot, if that True. makes any sense. Well, to me it does. Yeah. Um, but the one thing that, turns me off about a person that I that's a no-go for me to answer your sister's question Don, mm -hmm. is um, lying because I feel like I could never trust you Ugh. and I I would be unable to build a foundation with you yeah if you lie to me once and I'm constant if you lie to me once then I'm constantly looking for the truth I'm constantly looking for your faults or what's broken in our foundation or whatnot so lying is my thing I can, uh, yeah, uh, that's a big thing for me too, for sure. Now, does it matter like the magnitude? If it's like a little small lie, does it matter what type of lie it is? Or? No, it does. Like I can understand a small white lie, but I can I can never understand something that's, if I ask you a direct question, one, that means I know something. Two, that means yeah, you need yeah. to tell me the truth. Right. And if I know you're lying to me, then it means I can never trust you. What if they lie about eating your snacks? Is that like that's a little white lie? Shut the fuck. Shut up. No, let it go. Let it go. No, let that go. Wait, is this about someone you live with currently? Yeah, yeah. Who else is going to eat them? Talk about it. Let it go. Okay, I'll let, let it go. It. Wait, is that from, is that something from a previous podcast? Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> the joys of living with you know your partner. <laughs> I just got a cat that eats. That eat. Uh, I can't talk. I have a cat that eats food, though. That's it. Um, for me, uh, my deal breaker, I mean, y'all were like really serious. 
<laughs> I can't deal with someone like a smoker, like cigarette smoker. Like oh, yeah. I, I tried to date a guy one time during that dating phase I was on who was like a very, very heavy smoker. And it, you could just, I went over to his place maybe like two or three times and he had ashtrays everywhere. <laughs> Even his plants were ashtrays. Like he would put out his cigarette butts <laughs> and his plants. And if I, I used to date someone in while I was in college who was a smoker and he used to dip too. Yeah, I'm from Tennessee, so that was a that's a big thing. And even though he smoked and he dipped, I never could like taste it. I never could smell it. Um, so I was okay with that situation. But this the guy who was just solely a cigarette smoker, it was just a lot for me, uh, just because it was just like everywhere so um i realized that's not something that i could personally deal with in a relationship maybe if it was like the my first experience where i i couldn't smell it or i couldn't tell at all i could be okay with it but if it's anything like that guy where it's like cigarette butts are everywhere yeah i don't think that's something i could deal with um and also i don't like bad bo <laughs> I, that's something that as i get older that's something that i'm not going to tolerate we're both adults i need you to like smell like one like there's some deodorant. Yeah. Okay, I agree with the smoker. Um, I I think I tried to like hang out with a smoker way back when I lived in Atlanta. And he was like very conscious about, oh yeah, I'm gonna smoke outside in the patio and then whatever. But I'm like, every time he came back inside, that smell clings on to everything. Mm. Your shirt, your hair, your beard, and like, yeah, a smoker, that's a definitely okay, that's my second. Smoker can't do it. Well, I guess I can see look past that. The the guy relocated for was a smoker, but it wasn't it just it was on him. It wasn't in the house. It wasn't yeah. in the sheets. It wasn't on a towel, about, a couch or anything like that. It, what about kissing? I feel like every time you kiss a smoker, it's just always in their tongue. Well, that's never true. Come, no, whenever he would come in, he would always rinse his mouth out. Yeah. <laughs> the and I think, issue, yeah, the only issue I had with it is when we were out and we kissed when I then that's when I could taste it. Oh, okay. That makes sense. But then also, like I my mom smoked growing up, so I was I guess I'm kind of used to it or numb to it. That's fair. I'm it's, a, it's a comfort smell for you? Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I could date a weed smoker, but not a cigarette smoker. Yeah, I can definitely do weed, but not. I mean, like I said, if as long as I can't you know, smell it that much or taste it on you when we're kissed or whatever, then I'm, I'll am i be fine with it. But I don't know. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys, for answering that question. Shout out to my sister, Ashley, who uh, gave us that question. Shout out to Ashley. Shout out to Ashley. Um, if you want to send us a question, hit us up on Twitter. Our Twitter, again, is LMFPod03. Or you can submit an email to us, which is letmefinish03 at gmail.com. Thank you guys for having this conversation again with me. I hope everyone out there enjoyed it. And we miss Greg. He'll be back next week. And hopefully we can have Donovan again, for sure. Well, thank you guys for having me. I do appreciate it. Yeah, get your microphone, Donovan. And you can jump in when you're back in Seattle. You can get get your microphone. Yeah, get your microphone. We can have you in here. Let's let's wait on my response from the audience first. <laughs> and, and see how that goes. All right. Well, shout out to everyone listening and hope you guys have a great rest of the week.